welcome to curmudgeon's corner for saturday november 19th 2022 it is just after 4 utc i am sam minter yvonne bow is here hello yvonne as soon as he remembers the mute button how oh, damn it i'm screaming hello <laughs> so the plan for today we will do our butt first and then we will do a segment on fraudsters and hucksters. And we specifically have in mind Elon Musk, whoever that guy is with the crypto scam and maybe Elizabeth Holmes. And then we will have a politics segment where we will talk about the Republicans, the Democrats, Nancy Pelosi. And we were talking right before we started recording whether Donald Trump goes into the second category or the third, but where he'll go in there somewhere. He he announced he was running for president and is a special counsel and there's all kinds of crap. So that's the, that's the plan. So it is a plan. It is a plan. Okay. It is a wonderful plan. It is an amazing, it is a plan. beautiful plan It is the most yes. wonderful, wonderful plan. You should sing that. Uh, God, please no. Let's not subject our listeners to that. I, I, you know, we already have. You know, we've we've been down on downloads for a while. Let's not. I, let's not I, wait, wait, no, no, no. Have what? you looked at the last two weeks? You know, we're I up. Not. We're up. We're up. Yes. Woo. All right. <laughs> no, like uh, is, is Elon I, Musk investing in us. You know, I I had I had one like Twitter reply that got a lot of attention around that time. So maybe we got a boost from that, but I don't know. We went from, I don't know. I've had people like yelling at me at Twitter over a while. And I do put, put on, on my Twitter bio about the podcast. So there there you go. No, we, we, we jumped from about 50 downloads a week, 50 unique downloaders a week up to about 90. Oh, okay. So, you know, all right. Okay. There you go. Okay, well that's 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 progress. It's good. There you go. <laughs> uh, no, of course we're going to scare all those people away, right? No, no, no. We'll we'll start. Uh, no, no, no. We'll start. Uh, you know, our we're, we'll do two twice a week podcast. So so we'll start with the white noise podcast. Ah, right, the white noise. You know, what was the one that? What was the one trend that we just saw recently? Oh, you, so th- this is one. I, I, I guess we're we're butt firsting already. Um, no, I and I I. I I forwarded oh, along yes, that, to the, the recording. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I forwarded yes. this along to the Curmudgeon's Corner Slack, but I actually seen this on TikTok <laughs> myself. It, it's basically people set themselves up with a live stream of them sleeping. Okay. But it's not just that. To make it interesting, <laughs> they have it set up so that people can pay money to interrupt them in various ways. Like you, you, you give them five bucks and a siren goes off in the room where you're trying to sleep. Well, well let me ask you a question. How, 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 how deep a sleeper is your wife? <laughs> she is a very light sleeper. Oh, I, damn. on so the other hand, you. well, she'll kill you then. Oh, we don't, we, we don't have to be in the same place. That's fine. Well, that's true. Okay. Well, we're going to be, you know, generating I, revenue. I, okay. I, I could set this. Well, I, I was talking about this this trend, right? Like, you you could set this up. I mean, you, if if you're making money off this, and this <laughs> is like your job, like the, the article we said, there are people making four hundred thousand dollars a year off this. 
and I, they're just I, like, I know, or like, what the hell are we doing, guys? I mean, what the hell? What 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 what? what are we what are we doing? We're 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 in the yeah, wrong. So business. they have these they have these nice setups with neon and all kinds of things that, and for different amounts of money, people can interrupt your sleep in various ways or send you a message or whatever. Um, but look, if, if this is your job, right? They can interrupt you all they want for those eight hours or 10 hours or whatever. When you're done, you go to the other room and sleep for real. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. All right. That, that, that works, I guess. Well, what I, what, you know, what I, I, I mean, I propose that in order to earn my, my percentage of this is that I would moderate the comments. I, I'd be the, <laughs> I, I, I'm just, you know, that, that would be my job. You know, as you know, I mean, especially it would help since we got the different time zones. We're probably uh-huh. somehow synchronized this in some way. Yep. Well, and and yeah. So, and apparently, though, the article also included there are lots of people trying to scam this and like do fake pre recorded no, versions. No, no, get out. No, no, really? No. Or, no, or that would never what, happen. Or also things like, um, you know, there's a person doing it for real. And then you jump into their comments saying, send $5 here and I'll do something. But they send the $5 and nothing happens on the stream because it's not actually because the person on the right. stream You're saying it. You're to get to the wrong person. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, that's just stupid people. I mean, what the hell? I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ. But we got a lot of those. Right. Um, yeah. Jeez, anyway. We that, have a it, lot it, of those. Fuck. And look, I, you know, I've had my webcam set up for years and years and years, and I do daily time lapses on it. And on a few occasions, I have pointed it at me while I was sleeping to get a nice time lapse of me sleeping. And I I toss and turn a lot. It's very entertaining. But I must admit, I never did plug in the one additional thing of like, people can pay to harass me while I sleep. (laughs) You know, and, and you haven't been a life caster. Let's let's be free about this. You haven't like walked around. We haven't really like you know hooked you up. But the truth is that your life cast probably would be quite bored. Oh, oh. Um, I think people. Yeah. I don't know how much monetization we can do of like you know Sam working at the computer. Sam doing more work at the computer. Sam uh, sleeping. Sam getting Alex at school. Watching Sam TV. picking up files. Sam watching TV. Add more TV. And then Sam back on the computer. And Sam looking at his phone. And looking yeah. at his phone. And oh, by the way, looking at his phone. Because apparently, how many hours? Uh, what's your, your daily hours according to your oh, screen I'll, time? I'll, I'll check. Uh, let's see. I, I did update my thing recently. And it resets all those stats when you when you update. But let's see. Uh-huh. Um, For the week. Let's do last week so we have yep. a complete... Um, last week, my average was 14 hours and 30 minutes a day on my phone. Right. So basically half the day would be us looking at you, looking at your phone. Yes. (laughs) You know, you're not going to go skydiving or, you know, parasailing or, you know, you're not going to go to a strip club or something. I mean, I don't know. You're not going to do any of those things. You're going to be looking at your phone 14 hours a day. And working the rest of the time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm i either working, looking at my phone, now, or sleeping. That's my is, day. I go and I say how that will bore people. And then I remember that, you know, there's people paying a lot more for white noise. So what the hell am I saying? 
<laughs> what the, I mean, what, 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 what do I say? What, what, what is wrong with me? I mean, they're watching people sleep. They're fucking watching people sleep. Sleep! Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I. Okay. Well, let's giddy up. I mean, what were we Giddy up like the Barsi thing. Okay. Um, I, 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 I mean, 400,000 a year seems like a good, 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 good opportunity. I'm willing to, at my share, to only stay at 10%. Of this, you know, I'll, I'll take a cut. Co- I just, I'll just take a commission, ten percent. I'll, I'll work on getting all the live streaming stuff set up. And, and then I'll the just, live all I gotta do is, is like troll and harass the people who give you shit. That's it. Yeah. The, the, the look, the live streaming part is easy. They right. they set up the things to harass you is a little bit harder. But I I presume it's not that hard. I can't be that. I, hard. I can imagine how I would set. It all, I mean, I, I I know how to. You know, I don't know how to tell people to go fuck themselves. So we'll be fine. Well, in the very early days of my Apple cam, it used to have a feature where you could talk to me. That's true. Like I, I had that, that set up. I mean, and I that's been long gone, like decades ago. But I did used to have it set up so that you would, you, there was a form right on the thing and you filled it out and it would send me a message. And, you know, I could, I could resume that. And it, Look, I had we could it make use it Apple the, Talk and talk We could make it the, the Ed DeBevics uh, of the of of the sleeping streaming camera. And what I mean by that is, I don't know if you recall, I don't remember if I took you to this place when you visited Chicago, because I know Jay- Oh, where they yell at you. Where they yell at you. Yeah, we went there. We went there. Yeah, we did go there. And so think about this. So this would be, so this is a restaurant for all of you that have never heard of this. I think that they they closed, but they they may have reopened. It's called Dead the Vevix. The food was really good, but the one, the shtick about the place is that the waiters basically- insulted you treated you like shit they got they they told you you were lazy you're told you were an idiot they told you you didn't know it, you know it just but but that was the whole shtick okay but the food was great it was funny okay i thought it was hilarious and so i figured that we could use that shtick for your sleep camp yeah there you go yeah at least we got our angle and i'm very well prepared to tell people to go fuck themselves on a regular basis so there you go Okay, I might have some other things, but like, I, let's count the sleep cam as my part of. But first, what do you, what, what you got? Something else? Look, my week has been spent. I I I mentioned about the falling TV last week, right? Okay, in Manu's bedroom. I don't know if I yeah. talk. I, I, and I, 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 when you're done with this, I got one more customer service kind of thing to. Uh, to okay, talk so about. Go, so go so listen, I, I had to get a handyman to come in fix the wall. I had to go and get. Uh, uh, uh t- the the TV and stuff delivered, installed. Um, so that was at first. So look, the I have the handyman come in to do that about the wall. But but we had for a while something that I had been putting off, which I don't usually do. Okay, which is some home repair item additional to this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There had been an issue with the ceiling in our bathroom. Okay. Uh, okay. And like I a thought, leak or something? Well, that we get there. Okay? okay. The thing is that there had been an old roof leak, which had left a spot. Okay. I, you know, I was like, whatever. I'll take care of that at some point. I had not given that a priority. Well, as time had elapsed, this, this section of the ceiling had started to droop. Okay. All right. The, 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 the covering on it. 
And my wife was saying, well, it must be the leak was active. Then I was like, no, they came in to fix it. I, I, I checked it. It doesn't seem to be really a leak. I think it's more with these kind of uh, textured ceilings sometimes, just the humidity. And we live in Florida and it's the bathroom. Okay. Uh, you know, you had the leak and then you add the humidity from the bathroom, causes it to droop and come apart. Well, it was happening more and more and it was getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And it was getting much bigger. Um, and I was like, I, a, a couple of weeks ago, I actually took down the material that had um, come down and cleaned up the area because you sometimes get this little bit of black mold from the shower humidity up there, whatever. So I cleaned the ceiling, covered it up, put it back up. For a couple of weeks, everything just seemed fine. I didn't see, you know, any more. Uh, it didn't seem like it was leaking again or whatever, okay? It's, I, I, I took care of it. But look, I have to get this guy to come and fix the drywall there, so I'm like, okay, well, let me get this guy to go and do this in the bathroom as well, okay? Alright, well, the guy goes, Fixes the drywall for the for the TV. He goes in there and he digs in to check. Well, there was a roof leak. Okay, so he says, "Look, I can't fix the that until you get the roof leak fixed." So now I have to get the roofers to come out. Now live in a condo, president of the condo association. So okay, I called the the roofing company that we use. I said. Get me somebody here right fucking now. Okay. All right. Just, just, I, I don't care. I called the property manager and said, oh, by the way, I called. I called Larry. He said he's out of town. You harassed them at the office. I need that person here. So the next day, there was somebody out here to fix the roof. Okay. I I, norm, I, I just pulled rank. I'm just, I, I want this fucking roof fixed. Okay. I have now a massive hole in my damn bathroom. I've got another thing. Got this over here. I've got dust all over the place. I've got boxes that are arriving for the TV because I ordered a sound bar and all this stuff. So boxes are piling up. Just the place is turning into a whole damn shit show. Okay. Well, you you um, mean it's starting to look like my place? Yes, basically. Okay. It's driving me crazy. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just. I, like, I imagine, I imagine the worst possible thing when Yvonne is completely freaking out about his place is still better than. An average, no, not even an average, is better than one of my best days at my house. But go I, ahead. I, I am pretty sure because I, I've known you for this long. Yes. And, but I am like just, I'm just like, this is just. So I am like on a fucking mission. This needs to be done. So I get this guy here. Okay. You know, they, they come in um, and they, 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 they fix their roof. Okay. And at the same time, I've got the roofer here, the exterminators were here, and I've got delivery people here, and it's just like a zoo of people, okay? I've got Manu comes home from school, then his therapists are here, I've got the, 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 I mean, it's just, I mean, jeez, I'm trying, and I'm trying to do my job, okay? By by the way, I have a job, okay, you know? Oh, you you have a job? Yes, exactly. And I'm like- It's, it's, It's not, it's not dealing with your bathroom? No, no. Oh, so oh. I've got, it's the end of our quarter. I've got deals that have to be done. I'm calling c- customers. I'm saying, hey, where the hell's the damn paperwork? What the hell's going on? I, I, so I've got all of this shit going on. I mean, I'm on a conference call and all these people are arriving. So, okay. So, so roofers do that. Then, uh, uh, okay. I got the TV installers 
to come in. And here's the here's the thing that happened. I uh, on the front end, I will say that in the end, Best Buy people that they contract to do the work are very high quality people to do the work. Okay, all right. I will tell you that flat out. They did a really really good job. The problem is that I ordered on on this purchase, and I did it online and at the store, three separate service items, okay? But that really are really one service in my mind. I wanted to the install of the television, the install of the sound bar, because I, I got a sound bar. The reason I got that is because old Sony TVs that I had, the ones that I had, were the XBRs TVs. And if the XBRs were really the generation from Sony that had... Not just the best picture quality, but they usually had really good built-in sound, okay? The speakers from that were were excellent. And so the new TVs now are so thin that they can't really put in speakers, okay, in those. And honestly, it's a way for them to make money. It's like, look, we'll say to the MTV with no speakers, and then you'll pay a whole bunch of money to buy a soundbar from us. And oh, by the way, that way we make up for the fact that Flat screen TVs have just, just to be clear, okay? generally not no speakers, just crappy speakers, just ridiculously bad speakers. Yeah, they just put something, whatever, that it's just, you know, the, the bare minimum so you can hear it, but it's not good sound. OK, and so. All right. So I, I so what happens is first guy from Best Buy shows up. Uh, I'm here to install the sound bar. And I'm like, um, well, that sounds great. But, you know, I bought a TV and the sound bar. He's like, oh, God. Okay, so they said separate or quarters. Okay, so he got with a company, whatever, figured it out. And he said, listen, later on, the guy that actually has the TV order and actually has the TV in his van, he because he, he picked it up, he's going to come in and install the TV. Okay, so it was like a two o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, uh, so I'm like, okay, fine. So then a few hours later, the guy with the TV shows up, okay, to go install the the, the TV. Okay, and so uh-huh. he showed up to install the TV and he gets the sound bar installed. And I asked, hey, how about the hallway of the old TV? Because the thing is that my old TV was pretty heavy. These older, you know, flat screens, they're not as heavy as the old two TVs, but it was still pretty heavy, bulky, damn TV. And I was just like, oh, man, if somebody could just take it, I don't want to. I mean, I've I, I've done it myself where I took it before to the recycling center. Okay, to get rid of it. But I was like, really? It, I mean, they had free haul away. Okay. But this guy tells me, oh, well, that's not in my order. And I'm like, what the hell you mean? Oh, so there's a third crew that was supposed to come pick up the TV. And so he started with the install of the TV. This thing where the first guy showed up at two o'clock in the afternoon did not end until 8 p.m. Okay. And like sometime before that, just a little bit, I get another call from another Best Buy. Hey, we got your pickup scheduled. I'm like, Jesus, okay, yes, come in, pick up the damn thing. So they picked up the old TV, and so they took that. Okay, so Wednesday, all of that is done. Now, Thursday, I, t- I called I call the guy that fixed, you know, that was fixing the drywall. I said, hey, listen, they fixed their roof. So he comes in on Thursday, okay, to go, and he patches the roof. Okay, yeah, so that was right. Thursday, came in. Did that work? Okay, let me let it dry, and then I'll come back on t- today to paint. Okay, sounds good. He came back today, and he's like, well, I'm going to clean up and get it prepped or whatever, whatnot, but that patch was so big that I had to put in, it's still not dry. So I, I'm going to have to come back tomorrow again. 
to then paint tomorrow. He got a whole bunch of other work done that, uh, to, to, to do. But it still means that I've got more workers still coming in tomorrow. So basically, this whole week has just been worker after worker after thing after, you know, install after applying after whatever. And it's a pain in my fucking ass. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so over it. It's just, you know, I, you know, it's just one, you know, shit. I mean, so I'm, 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 I, 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 I don't like this thing of having just workers. We haven't been able to use our master bathroom. We're having to use the other, another bathroom to do, to, to do the stuff, uh, you know, whatever, but at least thank God we do have an extra bathroom. Uh, so we, we've been able to use that one, but it's, it's a pain in my, it's a pain in my ass. So basically, basically, basically what was one small thing just ballooned into right now. It's been a week and I'm, I'm still not back to, I'm still, I still got more shit getting done. It's been a week. I'm tired. I, I, I promised one quick update on my side, and then we've been going long enough. We'll move on and do our real topics. But I just want to say, uh, I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, but sometime I talked about the fact that I wanted to take one of my old phones and reactivate it as a phone for my Alex. Alex. Right. Yeah. Now, yes. just to be clear, and who had been oh, refusing this? Well, well, no, he he's been refusing. He does does not want this. He he does right. not want. Like, if he actively wanted a phone, we probably just would have bought a new phone for him. But he doesn't but because, want. One. But he because he doesn't want one, and he says he'll never use it. Blah blah blah. We were going to take one of my old ones, which ever since I upgraded my phone has been operating on a as a Wi Fi only device anyway. And he's yeah, yeah, used yeah. it. I've used it, but it it, it it still had my stuff on it, not his stuff on it. Right. Um, so my plan was the, the first, uh, you know, just wipe it and put his stuff on it and then go to it and then get it activated. Right. Um, I actually had a little bit of an issue, like before I was setting it up as his anyway, I, I, I had, um, as me, I was just trying to get it up to the latest version of the operating system and make sure it was fully backed up and blah, 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 before wiping the whole thing and putting his stuff on it. And at a certain point, it just like crashed and was like, I'm just going to show the Apple logo and not proceed past the Apple logo at all. And oh, and I tried like, you know, I let the battery die all the way. I plugged it back in. Same thing. I did hard resets. Same thing. Blah, blah, blah. And I looked up, you know, what do you do when this happens? And basically it's, you, you have to like plug it into your computer to right. have it do a restore from the computer. computer. Correct. And, and I tried, I tried to do it first with the mode that wouldn't do a factory reset, but, but like, you know, and, and why the, I was just, it, just do the factory. Well, reset. There, there was like maybe a few hours of stuff that hadn't been backed up that was on the old phone of my stuff, but nothing that mattered. Uh, but I still wanted to try to do that. But, you know, it, it, did, it did the same thing when I did that. So I'm like, okay, well, I was going to wipe the phone anyway. So I wiped the phone. I got his stuff on it. And then we went to, and, you know, rather than letting it be like that for a while, I'm like, look, I've got the momentum. Let's just go to the AT&T store. This was mm -hmm. like a few hours ago. Now, I want to remind you also, one thing I haven't mentioned yet today that I mentioned the previous week. In addition to getting a phone number 
for this old phone, which had, you know, it, it was once my phone number, then it had just been Wi-Fi only for like a year or something. Um, but in addition to that, Alex's last two iPads still had data plans that I was paying $20 a month for. Right. One of them has been broken for like, I don't know, three years. The other one has been broken for three months, three or four months, something I'm like sure that. I'm sure the stockholders of AT&T are going to send you a thank you note for Christmas. Exactly. So, and I had discovered previously that I could not cancel those on the website, right? Right. So my plan here was go to the AT&T store, get the new line activated, get the two old devices shut off. Okay. okay. So I go, we go to the AT&T store. It's me, myself, my wife, my son, they're all there. We're ready to set it up. And I describe what I want to do to the guy. And he's like, well, I can set up the new phone for you, but you have to call in to turn off the old things. I'm not allowed to do that here. What? Yeah. So apparently not even the people at the AT&T store can remove an account from, uh, or remove a number from your service. You have to call the 800 number or whatever. Oh my God. So we got the new phone set up for Alex. He of course still says he'll never use it. He'll never touch it. Blah, blah, blah. We'll see how that goes. But in order to shut down those two old broken devices that yeah, there's no point having a data plan on them because the device is broken. Now, right. one of them won't even turn on, hasn't turned on in years. The other one, uh, you can technically turn it on and use it. It's just got a smashed screen and it's old enough that it's just not worth fixing the screen, right? And um, yeah, and it's all integrated enough that you just can't. It would be, it, it makes no sense. Um Anyway, so yeah, and my my wife has agreed to make the phone call because I'm like, you because you'll never do it because I'll never do it. I, I yeah, it'll be another ten years and we'll still be paying for those two devices, <laughs> you know. So so she has agreed to take care of that part. Um, and, uh, yeah, so maybe it'll actually get done someday. We'll see. But, uh, uh, so we got the new device, but yeah, this, this is one of those anti-patterns that like companies, it, it's just so freaking annoying and you know why they do it. It's because Law of people like prevention, me. you know, uh, you know, it's like this mitigate because they put these people on and they're like, hey, how about, can we interest you in this? How about if we turn it into this? No, I want to cancel it. How about if we, no, I want to cancel it. I want to cancel it! <laughs> well, and, and my wife's saying, you know, I'm going to call them and they're going to offer me all kinds of stuff to keep it on. And it's going to be like, the device is broken. We'll send you a new, uh, uh, you know, free, um, you know, uh, Chinese uh $30 tablet, which you can connect and you can download uh, Chinese books on it, you know, for free. Can you, do you want that? No! <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. And I, I believe there, there are a couple of states, correct me if I'm wrong here, but a couple of states have put in laws that say it has to be just as easy to leave as it is to come in. I believe I thought so. Um, 
you know, but, but of course uh, they only do that in the states where they're required to, right? Right. Like, even if that is right. a law, like yeah, you know. So like, I know that I've had the same thing happen to me. I, I I got the one that really irritated me more than than any uh, was with SiriusXM hmm. because with SiriusXM, the reason I was calling to add a radio and cancel is because I got rid of the car, right? Okay. I don't have the damn car anymore. And so they're trying to stop me. I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, one of the things is that they, most new cars come with like a free trial period now for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, you want, I want to take advantage of the free months. Okay. Maybe like a free year or three months or whatever. Okay. So I want to take that, but that, that means I have to delete the car. And I'm like, well, why don't we send you a portable radio? I don't need a portable fucking radio. I need it canceled. I have a fucking, if I want a gear, which sometimes I do listen to Sirius XM streaming, there is an app on my phone. I don't need a fucking portable radio. I don't need, you know, I, I, I don't have the car. What am I, you know, how am I supposed, what do you want me to do? I don't have the car. That that would like drives me. I have to say with a data plan with a car, the same thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, I need to cancel a data plan. Well, why? I don't have the car anymore. But we could. But listen, I don't have the fucking car. Yes. And again, I understand why companies want to have people like me continue to pay the twenty bucks a month or whatever for years. But it is so freaking <laughs> annoying. Okay. Well, I, I can't remember which one. There, there is this uh, cheap gym, basically. I, I can't remember. I think it's called Planet Fitness or 24 Hour Fitness, one of those. I'm not sure mm -hmm. which one, don't, don't, you know, but it's one of, one of those it, chains. That, well, and basically, gym. what they do is that they charge like $20 a month. And so they charge only $20 a month because their whole business plan is predicated on a lot of people just forgetting that they're getting charged at 20 bucks a month. Yeah, there, there, are, there are a bunch of gems that work like that. <laughs> but yes, yes. And and this is, I, I did that with a gym once myself too. Like it was another one where I paid for years after I stopped going. <laughs> I eventually... I, you know, and, and part of it was like, eventually maybe your credit card, like was, <laughs> I don't know, started rejecting the charges, you know, like, a, yeah, like the credit card expired or something. Yeah. That's how you, exactly. that's how you get rid of it. That's how you get rid of it. Finally, because the credit card expired. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure, like, the, I, I think I did this in New Jersey when I lived in New Jersey and then. You know, I was probably still paying. I moved to Pennsylvania and then I moved to Florida and I was oh, yes, probably still paying. The same for the state. <laughs> yeah. And, and then like eventually we're looking. Oh, maybe I, I think eventually I canceled the gym, you know, in New Jersey. <laughs> Look, I will admit that I was one that probably stayed paying for fucking AOL way uh, much longer than it was ever needed to. Okay. You know, for me, um, like I, I definitely paid for AOL way, 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 probably a decade after the last time I used it. But at least there for a while, I had a maybe I will go somewhere where I will need one of their dial up lines. And I remember it's my usage of it petered off over the course of a few years where at, at a certain point it was like, maybe two or three times a year I'd end up traveling 
and I would need one of their dial-up lines. And, and you know, eventually it became zero, right? And then I right. didn't, I still kept it for years after that. But at least for a while after, you know, I was not using the AOL service, like almost ever. But I right. had them for the dial-up network for a while. And yeah, and so yeah, I could at least justify it. Like, I don't want to get rid of it because what if I need that? But anyway, that was that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Galaxy long, far, long far away. Exactly. So given that, uh, should we uh, take our break and then come yes. back and do the fraudsters and hucksters? Yes. I like that phrase, fraudsters and hucksters. It's a good we phrase. We should do something with that. There you go. Not, Maybe not that sure could be a live stream. There you go. That, that, there you go. That could work. I, I don't the know what point the camera out exactly, but you know. Not sure yet. But. Okay. Here we go. Break time. This is a break. Oh, yes. This is a break. This is a break because no one gave me any suggestions. I told you. I told you. I warned you. I warned you. So this is a break. This is a wonderful break. A wonderful break. Yes, indeed. This is a break. This is a break in the middle of Curmudge's Corner. Yes, this is a break. Yes, yes, this is a break, 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 yes, 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 this is a break, yes, this is a break, 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 yes, it is a break, and now, and now, and now, and now the break is over. There you go. That came, yeah, gone for years and years, and then we've had that break twice this month. Yes, I know. Very exciting. I'm tingling. And, and, And... And this is a reminder to our listeners, the purpose of that break is if you want to have your own break on the show, contact us in the ways we'll list at the end of the show. And uh, you might be able to get a break on our show. Yeah. Of course, I I sort of spoiled that by mentioning how many downloads we get, but forget about that. And, you know, (laughs) you can still like, you know, get us something. Yeah. we'll, we'll, We'll take your advertising. I mean, you almost know, anything. Well, we'll probably even if you ask nicely, we'll do it for free. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Depends what it is. Depends what it is. Right. Yeah. We have put on stuff for free for people. I, I, I was like, so, so uh, this week I was listening to an interview with uh, a former NFL coach. He, he had done a commercial once for this product mm-hmm. called extends. Okay. All oh, right. God. Exactly. What and, could and, that possibly be extending? Exactly. Thought? And so, so there was a story about how how he happened on that uh, on on the uh, on reading the commercial, and they replayed the commercial. And there was at some point that during the commercial, it also it even offered to have dinner with him, and he was laughing because he said, "Let me tell you something. Nobody went to fucking dinner with me. Number one. Okay, I don't know where the hell they came up with that. Number two is I just heard that and I don't remember anything that I said in there because they gave me the 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 script like right there I just read the damn thing and I didn't care uh and, and so the, what happened was that it was offered to somebody else that he worked with at at, at CBS and he was like ah I turned it down and the guy was turning it down so so he overheard it he turned it down I said well how much money did they offer you? And he said, "How and you heard how much?" And he didn't reveal how much because it was 
a very big check. And he was like, give me their number. Give me their fucking number. I'm, I'm gonna read that. I'm gonna read that damn commercial. I don't give a shit. So he went and he just read the damn commercial. He has no idea what it is. It actually included him supposedly having dinner with somebody that bought the stuff. And he said, "Listen, there was never any damn dinner." So as long as I listen for a big check, I, I mean, look, if you've got a nice seven figure check. <laughs> Tell me what the hell you want me to read. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, wear whatever the, uniform, you know, the, whatever. The, yes. You know, it, it, it's actually kind of pitiful that it's a recurring theme on this show of us <laughs> saying, basically, give us a lot of money. We'll do whatever you want. Listen, you know, listen, I, I, I saw <laughs> fucking Kanye West years back was saying, just give me a billion dollars to somebody. Just said it out loud. And all of a sudden, Adidas came along and did that. Basically. So, you know, I figured, what the hell do I got to lose? There you go. I mean, if you don't ask. If you don't ask, you're never going to get it, right? Exactly. So, right. Okay. So, anyway. So, shall we start with the fraudsters? Speaking of and fraudsters and hucksters. <laughs> exactly. Um, let, let's start with Elon and Twitter again. We got these other people, but let's start oh with Elon God. and Twitter. Uh, I mean, we, we've been talking about this for several weeks shit. now. And every week seems to be worse than the week before. I, I mean, I, I. So what what happened this week, Yvonne? What's the, what are the new developments this week? Start there. I, I guess. Listen, the biggest it, it, development was simply the hardcore two point ultimatum. I mean, where he just went and for whatever the hell damn reason decided that people just weren't working hard enough or something or whatever for him. He wanted to get rid of the slackers, Yvonne. He wanted to get, you know, and he was like, I, I, I actually think that in his head, it was some kind of motivational ploy. Okay. <laughs> I, I actually do. Okay. Because he really thinks because he has so many people that just idolize him blindly. Uh-huh. That this was just I need to get everybody on board and this is my, you know, and, and you know, because he really there there have been a lot of stories I, I I've read of certain people that have been targeted and harassed by trolls that Elon has encouraged online. He has this cult of people that basically just worship his every step, okay? And it's a very big one. And I think he really believes the hype that he is some kind of messiah to, well, to it, a lot of also, people. Also, though, it, it's it's just like this alpha male bullshit about yeah. like being, you know, the rah-rah, work till you drop. Work is the only yeah. thing in your life and you you have to like – if if you're not working all the time and if you're not working insane hours at top speed all the time, then you're worthless. Right. Right. And, and he feels like this is how I am. This is how everybody should be. Blah, blah. And not, not and that he's probably actually like that himself, but that's his vision of himself. Right. And yeah. so, and meanwhile, you've got, a company that may, maybe they have some people like that, but a lot of people are going to be like, this is, this is toxic. This is bullshit. If, 
I don't want to work someplace like that. Uh, I mean, who? I, I mean, I don't. Most people don't want to, don't want to, or can't. And right. you know, the the money. You know, it's not like also he's like throwing, trying to throw riches at these people. Look, uh, the company's now private, so there's no publicly mm-hmm. traded stock, so he can't give them equity compensation anymore. Uh, I know that he complained a lot about how much money people were making in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, he hated the perks that people got. And he said he was getting rid of those. So he's not yeah, exactly making it a, a, a fucking, you know, oh, come to work 40 hours a week and we'll give you all these cool facilities, whatever. He's like, F that. I'm getting rid of all that shit. You're all a bunch of pampered assholes. Right. And so, uh, and then now, and, but, and but listen, clear, but like, sending this yeah. email where he basically gave people an ultimate 36 hours, an, an ultimatum that 36 hours, either you're here or leave and I'll give you 90 days pay. It's just insane. And I mean, by all accounts, at least a third of the people basically said goodbye. Yeah, well, and some reports have it considerably more than Hi. that. Um, right. Like, like uh, some of the initial reports were like 75% of people were saying, fuck that. And only about 25% were hitting yes. But to which, be which clear. Which is insane, but it's an insanely, I mean, think about this. So if that's correct, that only 25% of people, when Elon Musk acquired Twitter, how many weeks ago? It's because it's weeks, we're not months. It's like three like, weeks in. Something. It's like three weeks ago. Had 7,500 employees. Uh, he fired already half. Okay. So that's at 3,750. If you only keep 25%, so what? You're down to like a little over 1,000, mm-hmm. you know, employees. Um, there are whole departments that are gone. And, and, there and are to be clear, whole departments to, that are gone. To be clear, no one apparently actually knows the real number here. Like I've heard some reports that say, Total employees is now less than 300. Uh, but others are more like the thousand you said. Other people say it might be as high as 3,000 still there I because, think, nobody, uh, listen, because listen. nobody fucking knows. Well, because, let, let, and in, well part, in part because a lot of the people who manage payroll are gone. Right. They're gone. You had the financial reporting people gone. You had the payroll people gone. You had, I mean, it, listen, you've got entire functional areas of the company completely gone. I mean, the, and then, or with like one or two people, or with one or two people that probably cannot handle all the shit that's going on in a company that had over, you know, several billion dollars a year in revenue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're still managing over a thousand plus, you know, however, I mean, Okay, so let's say that, I mean, okay, executing severance packages for 5,000 people, that takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, you know, that easy either. And so it, it's, I, I've just never seen anything so cavalier. And so the and, one and, and, here, and, but here's the, here's the main thing about this. Mm-hmm. The main point of what he did was is that he has decimated entire areas and departments at a at to a point where something is going to happen over the next several weeks. 
that will be catastrophic in some way, shape, or form. And yeah, I, by something, I mean shit like right now, for example, there's speculation that almost everybody doing payroll will mm-hmm. people get a paycheck, okay, you know, uh, at the company. Are people going to be able to do basic things at the company? Is our servers, he, he was talking about shutting down one of their data centers and reducing their, their capacity at a time when, because so many rubberneckers want to see the fire, okay, they're getting more more load, but it's not necessarily translating into more revenue either. Okay, right, because advertisers are continuing to flee. Right, and so you're like, I mean, you know, he's gloating about higher user numbers, but it, th- this is, I said that this is like your house. You know, you have this big house on the corner, and it went on fire that you had listed for sale on Zillow and you're like gloating about, Hey, look at all the views I got on Zillow now. Yeah, like, and, and look in term, in terms of the site falling down, like when, when this first hit a whole bunch of people were like, yeah, all you could see on Twitter was people saying goodbye. <laughs> you right. know, it was, it was everywhere right now. Of course the site has continued to survive since then for the moment. The problem is You've got all of these fragile systems. Like yeah. I saw some some people who have expertise in this talking about like all of the possible kinds of things that can go wrong, right? And just as one example, you know, you have the right hard drive fail in the right place and you can generate a cascading failure that it at first is unclear what is going on. And you need people to investigate and dig in and figure out what's wrong and isolate it and cause the right things to happen to fix it. And the problem is if you if the people who would normally do that diagnosing are gone, right, then what what normally would be something where, you know, somebody gets something fails, somebody gets paged, 10 minutes later, they're on the computer diagnosing the problem. And 30 minutes later, it's solved before it takes it a bunch of other stuff down with it. If you don't have the person to page anymore and you don't have the expert who knows how all these systems interact with each other, then that thing potentially expands and becomes bigger and bigger. And there's more collateral damage. Now, you know, I've seen people were sort of acting like, okay, if Twitter goes down because of something like that, it's just gone forever. It's probably not gone forever. They will eventually figure it out and get it back up and running again. And so maybe they have an outage for a few hours or hell, even a few days. They'll they'll probably get it up again. Well, listen, even what are, listen if you've got an outage that cannot be resolved for days, the problem is that one of the things that will happen is that you, you people should, don't it, come it, back. Yeah, people won't. I mean, the numbers of people come back, it's 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 very hard to recover, to get usage again to the previous level when you get an outage that happens like that, that goes over several days. And the, the one thing that people are saying, well, it's still up. Look, I mean, shit, I, I, I do stuff like a part of my job right now where it's monitoring systems, you know, for, you know, to, to see when things are happening that they need to be resolved in order to make sure that the system doesn't go down. And look, it takes it takes people monitoring it. It takes people react uh, uh, realizing, okay, uh, doing a trace to figure out what the hell is causing the problem and then applying whatever uh, resolution needs to be applied in order for that 
to be resolved and for the system to be back up and running. And it takes a team of people to do that. If you are missing a lot of those people, if you're not being able to do even 24-hour coverage of certain things, I've heard that they're losing people, especially because they had them globally where they had them around the world in order to be able to watch shit, Mm -hmm. um, you know, 24 hours a day. And you're losing staff on different time zones all of a sudden. Well, eventually, you, you can't cut eventually you're low enough having some catastrophic problem sometime in the near something something will go wrong and the people who are left will not be able to handle it properly no period i i mean you, you just you are sending so much institutional knowledge out the fucking door you know, and I know pe- people always talk about, well, you know, you have documentation, you have bullshit, okay? <laughs> bullshit. Like, bullshit. in any, in, I was going to say in any large organization, but frankly, in any organization, like, there is tons and tons of shit that is just in people's heads. And no matter how much you tell people to write things down and document it so the next person can pick it up, there's still tons and st- tons of stuff. That is just in people's heads and you send all those people out the door and then something comes up where you need their knowledge. You're out of fucking luck. I mean, maybe the new person can figure it out, but you're going to lose time while they figure it out anyway. Like even if they can figure it out. Uh, So you basically have moved to a situation where things are very, very brittle. And I've seen so many people who've left Twitter who are basically like, look, we do, we handle X number of these kinds of incidents per week as part of the normal course. And if one of these happens tomorrow, they're screwed. Yep. You know, and we'll see, like I've seen other people post like, well, it's, that's an exaggeration. It'll be fine that with the, with the skeleton crew, they can keep it up and running. They may not be able to do a lot of new things, but they'll be able to keep it up and running. And that's we'll them see. speculating that this entire system, how robust it is. And for yeah. most people that I've, I've, I've read that have been inside Twitter, as with many of these, a lot of these things are not as robust as they appear. They really rely a lot on people monitoring and actively and proactive, you know, reactively fixing shit in order to make sure that shit doesn't cascade into a massive problem. And so, um, I, I mean, that's just the reality of all of these complex IT systems, because the 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 thing about almost all of these, it's just. It's so many interdependent, interconnected systems to be able to deliver one thing. And a single point of failure can be catastrophic in many cases. For example, like a fucking DNS failure. Shit, man. When those happen, it could bring down a whole fucking place. And hell, wasn't that what what happened to Facebook? That basically they they, they created, they had some issue that I think may have been DNS related. There was a really long outage at one point. Yeah, and 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 it took them going to the damn data centers physically in order to be able to restore service. Okay, because they couldn't even connect to them remotely. Okay, Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I have been at every company I have been my entire life. There's always on you know a, a regular basis some kind of significant outage of some system. 
that needs to be resolved in some way. And if there is nobody that knows how the fuck to do it, you're kind of fucked. And, I mean, yeah, the skeleton crew may be able to keep certain things going on, but, I mean, look, there's also legal problems that they are going to be running into. It's well, like it, the, it goes the, the, compliance the, the, and regulatory the compli- things. Yeah, the compliance team is gone. The right. financial reporting team is gone. That I'm not I just talking about saw, just U.S. You know, compliance. We're talking yeah, global, worldwide. And I just saw something saying that uh, the the team that was responsible for combating, you know, foreign intelligence misinformation operations or whatever is down to like three people. You know, right. I, all, all there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, I mean, look. With the numbers we talked about before, first of all, 50% cut from Elon and then potentially down to 25% of what was left, you're, you're talking like 12% of the what they were at four weeks ago. Right. Like we, we can list particular organization here or there or whatever, but it's the whole damn company. Yep. You know, and, and there are just so many parts that have to keep running and you know, I, I feel like at this point we're in the, like last week we talked about all of the shit Elon was doing that made it worse in terms of how he was fucking with verification and all that. And he sort of backtracked on that because it was clear it was a failure and they're going to relaunch something theoretically in, like next week or something. But completely aside from like Elon fucking with things with the actual functionality of the website with this kind of stuff going on, it's just like they're skating on thin ice to keep the thing up and running at all. Right. You know? And so maybe they'll get lucky and they'll keep it going for the next few weeks and stuff, you know, but like right now, I I, I will say that something catastrophic happening in some area is not an, if it's just a, when I, 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 at this point, that's where we are right now. Well, it I guess what just, they're skating on is if the win is far enough out, then it will give them time to sort of consolidate whoever's left and prepare for it, right? Like if it happens tomorrow, maybe they're fucked. But if somehow they get lucky and they've got a month, maybe they can put some things in place and rearrange things and be able to do it. But, you know, the thing is, Elon, yeah. Elon put out a tweet like, what should we do with Twitter next? Blah, blah, blah. Right now, you just have to get your shit together and make sure you can keep the lights on. Basically, yes. At this point, yeah. That would be the first thing I would say to make sure that you can do that. I think that the biggest problem is that uh, when when you've got, we've lost so many people and you're short on staff. And I, I, I've seen this before. The, the overload of work under remaining people makes it so miserable. They've got no time to really focus on thinking uh, further ahead or being oh, no, proactive no. and trying to uh, get their arms around no. anything. Uh, I mean, uh, everything and, uh, right and, now is 100% reactive. Yeah, I mean, hell, in a lot of companies, they're mostly reactive anyway in good times. In you good know? times. But in this kind of scenario... You're not, you're lucky if you're thinking about tomorrow, right? As opposed to just the next hour. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yes. 
you know, let alone like what so, are we going to be so doing next all year? All those Fuck things off. that some people left loose, okay? Nobody is sitting around and mapping them out and figuring out who's going to do them. It's just going to explode. You know, you because and the reason I bring that up is because he said, well, maybe in a few weeks he'll get his arms around it. How? How? I mean, when you're in this situation with this few hey, people, hey, there's Yvonne, no way to do Yvonne, that. Yvonne, Yvonne, he's calling in all the people who can code <laughs> and asking them to give bullet points on the most important code they've submitted with screenshots of the most the, the coolest lines of code they've done. How how never, how is he not gonna uh, you know with that I have with that, never heard anything so fucking ridiculous in my life. <laughs> I have never ever heard anything so fucking ridiculous in my life. Elon will code it himself. <laughs> I mean, I have never heard anything so ridiculous in my fucking life. I I, I you know I had groups of people that coded stuff or whatever whatnot ever fucking asked them to show me what the best code they ever did was the hell for i mean you know look we we went what did i look at we normally looked at okay this is the architecture that we need to build this is the design document these are the things that it needs to execute uh can it execute to that can we do a user acceptance test? Can we do a stress test and so forth or whatever to make sure that it, that 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 it, it you know that it works? And we put it out to test the users and we roll it out. Looking at the at the code, the fuck is gonna do? Is he is he gonna? Oh oh um oh change that line to this this because I I you you can't code that way. What the fuck? I, I, you're gonna correct code code. Do do do. Hi folks, just a warning. Right about at this point, as you just started to hear in the last few seconds, something starts going wonky with Ivan's audio. It only lasts about three and a half minutes. After that the curmudgeons noticed, they stopped recording, fixed it, then continued. You can still basically tell what Ivan was saying, it just is a bit messed up in a way that makes you wonder if something is starting to go wrong with how you process auditory information. It is not you, it is the recording. Anyway, if it bugs you, don't give up, just fast forward a few minutes and you will be past it. Otherwise, when he edited this episode, Sam chose to leave this in, just so you would not miss out on any minutes at all of Ivan's wisdom. The weirdness will be over once you hear the retro science sense. Enjoy the madness. Do do do. I'm just, I see that that, and I'm just like, wow. I, I... I mean, I don't. I mean, I swear sure, sure to God that it, it it almost feels like for some reason. I mean, he's managed companies that have P people that develop software based systems. I mean, nobody runs a, 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 a. I mean, he's never run those departments. That he doesn't know how to do do it. Because who the hell does it this way? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I don't know what to say. He, I mean, like, I, I've seen 
people speculating that he's even doing it on purpose. I don't think he's doing it on purpose, but I mean, my God, if you wanted to, could you do it any better? Like to run this thing into the fucking ground? I mean, look, I, I, I mean, be my, he's floated the bank, the bankruptcy. Um, yeah, I, I, I almost don't see how you can avoid that. At this I mean, point. I even look, and I and I wasn't kidding when I suggested this. That if he's filed for bankruptcy, if if if, if revenue really so off the rails, if they're really in that bad shape, um, it, it it's better better to file for, for bankruptcy sooner rather than later. Okay, uh, the reason is because. It allows you not to be bleeding cash longer because it puts puts a stay on having to, having to do payments. Okay, so that that relieves pressure that he's, he's got on all this debt payments. Okay, all right, right. That it tied directly directly to me because I I believe he was able to to so, you know a, a large part of the of it is 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 not you know money that he borrowed personally for this. He was able to attach it to Twitter itself. itself. Um, and so, and, and because it's a private company, he doesn't have the risk that he's going to lose control of the company either. Okay. Um, um, and so, uh, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, bankruptcy is not, uh, 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 I mean, it would be the ultimate kick, kick balls to, to, to everybody if he, if he goes, okay, okay, 44 billion. Right, I borrowed most of it. I filed for bankruptcy. I'm able to get the debt reduced by over over fifty percent. So that means that I cut my price by basically twenty billion, and I get to keep keep the company. So so that would be. I mean that that would be move. It's a hell of a dick move. That's. I mean, I mean, but hey, those fucking fucking bank. I I'm I, I shed a tear for the more moron bank loaned them the fucking money. I mean, if they're going to wind up taking a 50% loss. So, uh, I, I think the bottom line is that the, the way he acts is... I, I, I see somebody that took over a company that its main... main... you know, product was dependent on people. Okay, and those people did build a, an interconnected system um, that produced a product that's called Twitter. And there were sales and accounting and compliance and all of these things and whatnot. But most of those things were people. It wasn't like you bought a building or something. And the main thing that he has done is shit on the people that basically make everything to work like and 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 the way that he talks to the engineers and, and to people and to everybody else is like when he asked to show them the code it's like to him he sees it like he bought this 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 magical code that mm-hmm. makes everything happen and I don't know. I mean, unless they've got some magic that I've never seen before in the software business, it's like that's never really the case. 
the the latest one I saw, like apparently three hours ago, new email from Elon Musk to engineers. Please be prepared to do brief code reviews as I'm walking around the office. And this is from Zoe, Zoe, Zoe Schiffer. And she just says, that's it. As I'm walking that's, the, that's the whole email. As I'm walking around the office that he's locked everybody out of until Monday? Yes. Yes, that one. I mean, okay. I, 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 it's, okay. He's going to be, okay. Well, this is, oh. okay. I th- I think we've spent enough on enough time on Twitter because we've got other fraudsters and hucksters to talk about. Yes. Yes, indeed we do. So, uh, let's do first the, uh, what's the guy's name for the crypto scam thing? The, oh, what's the God, FC? Banker something. Uh, it's, uh, it's SBF, Bankers. right? SBF. Yeah, Banker Smith, I think. Banker or fraud. Bank, bank, bank. Banker oh, fraud. There you go. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and his his company was like FCX, FT, FTX, FTX, FT, and 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 also by the way, one one of the things that's tied in around that is apparently he was determined to give away like his billions to all kinds of charitable organizations, or not even charitable. Like he gave a whole bunch of money to the Intercept, for instance, Bankman Freed. Bankman Freed. There we go. He he was giving away lots of money fried, to various depending people. On a- Fried, yeah. whatever, whatever. Makes sense. Hey, but he was giving away lots of money. So a whole bunch of companies, like I've heard ProPublica, I've heard The Intercept, I've heard some ones that aren't journalist type things saying that actually he had promised certain amounts of money on a certain schedule and they're now scrambling for funding because they'd counted on getting money from this guy who no longer has it. I mean, not the first time this kind of shit has happened, but something yeah, yeah. that's made a whole bunch of money and pledged, you know, Billions to some organization, and then you know he was caught in a fraud. But uh, look, the 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 main thing is, you know, as details have come out, he was able to raise a whole bunch of venture capital, you know, money from. And the crazy thing that I didn't know until now, because I, I honestly. I have never I, been all that I, mean, I, uh, I think keen we me- on crypto. Right. I crypto. think we mentioned this briefly last week and are right. basically la ha ha another crypto implosion. But it, the thing is that this is this the kind of fraud that we ran was a lot deeper and the stupidity I saw from some of the investors was just appalling where you know they basically wrote him a blank check with billions of dollars and his company basically had no board of directors, no oversight over any of this. There was just no internal controls. I mean, he basically ran it like his own personal bank accounts um, with all this investor money. And, and then when one of his investments, wait, wait, just back up a second. Cause if you've read more about this than I have, probably, mm-hmm. what exactly was his scheme? What was his company? What was it doing? What would look? What, what was the whole the, thing? Number one thing that he just ran a crypto exchange, and so yeah. basically, you know, at like Coinbase, like uh, Binance, whatever, all these others, you know, it was a place where you could like you know deposit your cash, purchase and trade crypto, uh, 
that was the main thing. And they also had, as many of these also, uh, they had launched their own, uh, you know, crypto. So what, what's well. the difference between what he was doing and say like what Coinbase or somebody is doing? Well, the biggest difference in the problem was is that they created this separate side company called Alameda that was borrowing billions of dollars in order to purchase a whole bunch of the crypto that FTX had been issuing. And the problem is that the the value of this crypto over the last several months with this crypto crash fell drastically. And the people that loaned Alameda money uh, basically were calling in their loans and they didn't have the cash. So what they did is they took customer money to pay off the loans. So they went just to the account. It's like, oh, there's all this cash there for for customers. Eh, now we're going to just shift it over to Alameda to pay, you know, to start uh, paying back some of these loans. So that's what happened. He was he got over leveraged buying his own crypto, which is inflating FTX's value. And then recently what happened recently is that somebody went and how the crisis started when somebody went and got a hold of the balance sheets of Alameda, which were not public because that they were not this is not a public company, but they these were hell. This was just completely off the side a side investment to FTX. They got a hold of the balance sheets. People saw that there was such a massive debt load in there and they didn't have the assets to cover it. And because they knew how interconnected they were, they started a run on FTX. People wanted to get their fucking money out. And well, guess what? They 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 used the money. They 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 used the money. They stole it. Right. And and this once again is one of those it's not regulated because it's right. whatever. So like, right. like at a regular bank, they're required to have a certain amount on hand to cover whatever right. they have. And none of and that it, was and if true. They need, and, it, and, you know, if it's deposits, you know, usually one of the things that happens is that they have a, it's a fractional reserve system where you take some of that money and you put it into loans. But look, if it's to return deposit or money for, for, for assets, they have access to the fed window in order to be able to get money. You know, they, they can, they can go on, on certain liquid markets in order to be able to get additional money against, uh, against those assets. It's relatively easy. Uh, and if for some reason there was a fraud or a failure, well, then you as the account holder would be protected and would get your money as has happened, you know, with certain banks where the assets on the books were, uh, you know, inflated in value was subprime mortgages and all of this other stuff or some people that committed fraud and, you know, depositors got their money. But in this case, I mean, there's just. It's just, it's unregular to smoke and mirrors. There's no protection. I mean, your, your money was there. You're fucked. It's gone. I mean, I don't know. You, you'll probably be able maybe to go to bankruptcy court and file a claim, but you, you, you'll, you know, it'll take years and you'll get almost nothing because the guy that came in as interim, uh, head of FTX right now that they're in bankruptcy. Uh, I don't know if he's a trustee or I, I, I saw that he was named CEO. I'm not sure what, you know, how he, he was assigned to the role. I, I'm, I'm guessing the court is court ordered because they can order, order that in bankruptcy court. He said that the lack of controls and the fraud was worse than Enron. 
And you know, so what a hey, it was worse than so, that. So so just Ow. to be clear, this this was unregulated, blah blah blah, but this guy still did illegal shit. Well, I mean, he took customer money and like, you know, like used it for personal purposes. Yes. So are are they still investigating? Like he, he's, you know, this just happened. So they're still investigating and he's not like, but it's very clear getting charges I mean, already. Well, not yet at this point, you know, they have but to, it's only you know, a matter they- of time. One of the problems is, of course, that, you know, this, you know, he, the, the damn uh, exchange was based in the Bahamas, uh, multinational, like you said, unregulated. Um, you know, they have to figure out where the fraud and misrepresentation was specifically, and they can probably charge him criminally for it. Didn't, didn't, the, didn't a bunch of texts or something get released where he kind of outlined what he did wrong? Ah, uh, God! Or leaked. I, I or heard something. about that, but I didn't. I, I didn't read that. But but look specifically. I mean, it's it, it's not different. Whatever he you know was wrong, it's pretty clear that what he that what he did was he borrowed a whole bunch of money on the side off the books. He he owed the money. He needed to pay for it, and he just took deposit. You know, he took. You know, he took the money in the in the regular depositor accounts and used that to pay for pay for it. That's it. Simple. And that money, by the way, that he borrowed was to try to inflate the value of his damn self-issued ether. So yeah. I mean it was just with, a with, whole with basically a, a, a pump a pump scheme where he was yeah. buying his own shit to make it look go up in value. Right. Uh yeah, yeah. With with the whole dump part coming later. Later, of course, yeah. So, I mean, that's basically it. It's not, you know, it wasn't, his scheme was not, let's say, um, it wasn't artful. I mean, it was just played up, you know, this was just a plain old pump and dump, and I just took the money from from your money and, you know, used it for other purposes. I, you know, I was remembering... Uh, uh, so nothing oh even God, super uh, fancy. No, no. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Maxwell, the the uh, uh, Epstein's girlfriend. What's her, right. what's her name? Um, uh, what, what, uh, yeah, Maxwell. Yeah, but what's her first name? I can't remember. Uh, uh, you keep talking. I will check. Okay. okay. Um, so her dad. Okay. Well, he committed suicide uh, before he would have gone to jail. He committed a similar fraud. Um, Back in the early 90s, um, Maxwell uh, was a competitor to Rupert Murdoch, uh, and he owned a whole bunch of uh, publishing and newspapers back in the 90s, and his companies were hard up for cash. Robert, Robert Maxwell was. Robert Maxwell. And what's her, what's her damn name? Uh, Her name is Ghislaine. Ghislaine, Ghislaine, of course. Ghislaine, Ghislaine. Yeah, Ghislaine. So, um, so Robert Maxwell just went and took the money out of the pension funds, um, for the employees and, and put it in the corporate coffers about 400 million bucks because he was short, you know, and he just, I mean, that, that was just, you know, straight up fraud. He just took, oh, I'm short 400 million here. I'm just taking it from the pension funds, the employee pensions, That's what which he for, wasn't allowed right? to touch. Right. 
And uh, I, I mean, he went, he took a dive off uh, his yacht called the Lady Ghislaine, you know, heaven forbid, you know, it was named after his daughter. Who yeah. turned out to be, you know, such a nice lady. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I mean, this is this story of like people just raiding the, the you know, going in. And I, I, I saw, um, you know, others where they've done like uh, the same with like escrow funds, for example in uh in in legal accounts um you know just do the same thing they're a lawyer and they're supposed to have money in escrow accounts and they took the money out of the damn escrow accounts and spent it uh happened more than once i mean this was just this was not elegant this was just straight up oh there's money in that account i'm taking it that's it period um i will say that our favorite fraudster and huckster usually his frauds I will say he is Donald. far more. Yes, he is. He is um, in that department. He is definitely far more skilled at it. He, 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 he's, he, he definitely is. Okay. So before we move on, what's likely to happen to this guy? They'll take a few months investigating and then charge him with some shit. And he'll, I, he'll I'm be, pretty you, sure that it's going to be like, a, maybe it's not going to be in months, but this guy is going to, I'm pretty sure that he, he will be up on criminal fraud charges for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, but right now, but as usual, one thing these things is, take a long time. Yeah. Because they gotta, they gotta go through it and reconstruct the whole damn thing. But, uh, but yeah, this guy's going to get charged with fraud. This is no way. I mean, this is, this is just so brazen how he did it that, you know, he's, he's, you know, it, it's just going straight up. I, I'm just, I'm just shocked by the number of, uh, private equity firms and in venture capitalists that gave this guy billions of dollars with absolutely no transparency, no he didn't even have a board of directors. I, I saw someone making fun of this by saying, you know, basically the guy put up a website, like brochure yeah. website, and yeah. all of a sudden people were like throwing billions of dollars at him. Billions. Yeah, literally. Yes. You know, we talked about the whole like having me sleep thing, <laughs> but uh, uh, apparently all you have to do is put up like, you know, a, a website you throw together in an hour talking some bullshit about crypto and people just throw money at you. You know, the craziest thing is that we don't even need to, you know, we, we could make a pretty good living without stealing their money. We could actually do whatever the hell we said on it. And we'd still okay. have a few billion. Okay. We, we, we'll, we'll save Trump for the politics section, but first, Elizabeth Holmes. Well, look, you want look, that's another straight up fraudster, too. <laughs> I mean, she, she has yeah. this magical device. But she right. had nothing. But but the, the, the devices didn't do any of it. And all the test results that she was giving out was with devices that that basically didn't work. It, it, she had to use devices from other people to give any, Just to, any to lab re- results. To repeat the like fundamental bit of her fraud, her company theoretically had a new way of doing blood tests with a very, very small amount of blood that you could put in drugstores all across the country, blah, blah, blah. And it was going to be miraculous because you could get so much information with so little and it would be wonderful in quickly. all kinds of ways. It very quickly as well. But in reality, what she was doing, they did not have a working device ever. 
in the Ever. places where they did demos or tried to roll this out or whatever, basically they would take the sample and send it off to a traditional lab right. and then, and send results back or a, did they make up results in some cases too? I think so. I think, you know, I, I think, yeah. And just, and of course, these are medical tests where people are trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with them when they've got something going on. Ah, and come on, I could throw, you know, I could flip a coin. Yeah, did your, coin, your coin did so fucking well a couple weeks ago. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, but, come on, probably better to do than her test results. Probably, but the, the, the whole thing was, not only are you scamming all these people, but you are potentially fucking around with medical results that will influence how they're killing people. Yeah. There you go. Oh, you're fucking literally killing people. And so she was sentenced 11 years, right? You know that, uh, that she, she before the sentencing. Okay. And she's got some brass cojones. Okay. She went and she did some kind of a plea. Well, I'm not really that bad a person. I don't deserve to go to jail. Some shit like that. Right. And I was just like, get the fuck out of here. You know, it was just so. And I heard people complaining like she's got a kid. She's, she's apparently pregnant. She's got another kid on the way. And someone on Twitter pointed out like, go to any women's prison. (laughs) You know, she's not the only one. Yep. You know, at a certain point, I mean, you made your bed. And I, 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 my whole damn thing is like, okay, great. So you, you were, you knew you were going to be sentenced to death. Um, death. Death. Well, okay. Well, not death. <laughs> to jail. Yeah. We shouldn't sentence just financial criminals to death. Okay. I, I don't. I don't I'm, I'm anti-death penalty period. End of story. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> yes. But this is, I think I would be uh, an extremist there. Um, But, um, but, but before she got sentenced, she went and she, here's why Elizabeth, this is an article on the verge. She talked about this. Here's why Elizabeth Holtz thinks she shouldn't go to prison. Okay. All right. I mean, she wrote some argument over here. Uh, uh, How homeless lawyers are requesting a mere 18 months of house arrest for the founder. Uh, the document laid out in sections that sounds like something like a high schooler would write under college application, such as a deep interest in making the world a better place, a positive impact on unpositive impact on others, and opens up with the hope that it will encourage the judge to examine Ms. Holmes, the human being, before bringing down the hammer. I mean, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You could have fucking... You know, I didn't know about this. Actually, I hadn't heard about this thing about her being pregnant. I'm like, look, you're a fucking criminal trial. You know you're about to get sentenced and you decide to get pregnant? Fuck you. Whatever. You made that choice. You know this. Um, so two things. Apparently, from what I've seen uh, people talking about, she, she'll probably, she's going into a system, her sentence was 11 years, but she'll probably get time off for good behavior and blah, 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 and probably only end up spending like six years or something. Yeah, she'll now get that's, six or six. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah, normal. And that's still a decent amount, you know. Um, but, and then also, I, I guess this is another thing between, that is a big difference between 
white collar and other kinds of crimes. She was just sentenced. She doesn't have to report till like April of next year. And that's normal for these. Uh, I mean, you and, know. And, 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 you know, and I, I, I recognize that's normal, but I look at it and I'm like, you know, she defrauded people of however many billions of dollars. And she well, gets apparently sentenced the and, fraud amount was calculated $121 million. They, okay, they fine. $121 million. Not quite as big. But, you know, meanwhile, somebody steals a fucking TV. They're going straight from the courtroom to jail. Uh, not, no, that's not totally. That, that's not totally true. Most not people total, usually, if the, no, that's not true. It, de- it no, depends no, on the crime. There's a, there's a, there's a report. Uh, uh, I mean, if you were out, if you were out, okay, uh, on trial pending sentencing, the report, uh, you usually do not, they don't take you straight to start serving your sentence immediately. They it, usually it, give you time it, to. It depends the on a lot. Report. It depends on the quality of your lawyer. It depends on, do you have money for bail? It depends on. It uh, depends. If you, if you have been out on bail, usually you, you don't get dragged straight from, you get, you get convicted in sentence. You don't get dragged straight to jail. You usually get told to report. This. I, all I'm saying is that I can almost guarantee you she is getting better treatment than oh, your God, buddy well, off the street criminal. Oh, well, sure. Yeah, I mean, plus she's going to federal, but she's going to club fed. I mean, you know, it's not that, it's not, you know, it's definitely not, it's it, it's not Sing Sing. It's not uh, Rikers Island, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Anything else to say about her? Uh... I'm I'm glad that she's finally going to fucking jail. Because I really just just I mean she was just such a schmuck. Yeah. I, I really, you know, the tragedy of the case is Miss Holmes is brilliant. Fuck you. You're a fraud. Yeah, maybe if if her thing actually was real and worked, maybe you right. could call her brilliant. But no! She's the fraudster. It was it was made up here. bullshit from the beginning. Right. I mean, I've heard people say that maybe at the beginning she thought that maybe this had potential and blah, blah, blah. But if you have, if you're thinking of something that has potential and then you start testing it and it doesn't work, the right response to that is not double down and say, well, we'll pretend it works. Right. (laughs) I mean, there are lots of businesses especially in the healthcare field where you have to do years and years of testing and blah, blah, blah uh, for a drug or for a new medical device or whatever, where it doesn't work out. There, there is a thing of there, there, there's a difference between a product. What, what you, what you show in a demo is not the final product. Okay. Yeah. But you know, it works, but, but you know, it works, but it's not the final one, you know, for, for production versus basically just, trotting out something that is just fake. Right. Okay. Well, we do have Donald Trump who could easily fit in fraudsters and hucksters, but what say we take a break and include him in politics? Okay. Okay. We will be back after this next break. Do, do, do. This podcast is sponsored by Alex Mzilla. Alex Emsla is great. It's on YouTube. 
And it has lots of fun videos. Alex Emsela is awesome and great. I love his videos, and they are obviously better than Curmudgeon's Corner. Well, they're funnier. They're more interesting. And frankly, he seems at least a little smarter than either of the hosts of Curmudgeon's Corner. Honestly, it's ridiculous how endlessly talented and phenomenal Alex Emsela is. That's how great his YouTube channel is. A-L-E-X-M-X-E-L-A dot com. Yes. Do, do, do! Okay, here we go. And, uh, yeah, that, that kid has some ego on him, I think. Anyway, Yvonne! E-G-O? E-G-O. Mm. Or ego. He could have like, oh, my ego. Yeah, exactly. Cook some of those up. Use them as hats. Have you ever eaten that? I don't think I've ever eaten an ego. Oh, yeah. I've eaten egos. I like egos. Egos are good. Okay. I don't think I've ever tried one. You should try one. I mean, you know, look, it, it's a it's a waffle. <laughs> but you just make it in your in your toaster. Okay. And they come in different. I, I am partial to just the plain ones. Like plain buttermilk, whatever, but they come in all kinds of flavors and stuff if you like that. And, you know, you add some butter and syrup on it and eat it. It's been a long time since I've had a waffle, I realize now. You you should have a waffle. I mean, I I, I waffle sometimes. Waffles are good. Okay. Anyway. Hail to the waffle. Hail to the waffle. Not Heil, Hail. No, not not Heil. Let's not go there. Okay, all right, just double check. Hail to the waffle. You know, we were arguing this whole thing about the pronunciation. You know, pronunciation of 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 Qatar, Qatar, Qatar. Which I I, I went I I, I double checked that the, the the government in Qatar actually says it's should you should pronounce it Qatar, not Qatar. I ju- uh, I just pronounce it country that tells visit- female visitors to the sporting event that they need to watch what they dress or risk getting. Well, actually, them. apparently, it's also the males. I heard Every, as well. What? Uh, you you must follow the mob rules, or I, I I apparently you know I, I I must admit that I when I was there I was I, I don't, I'm not sure what the big what the I guess it's because so many more people are coming or something or whatever they're just freaking so many people coming so I don't know why the hell they invited them all then in the first place but you know when I was there nobody told me anything about my attire hmm. so I don't know. You, I, I imagine you probably also were like walking around in a speedo or something. I, I usually try to not walk around in a speedo. Good. Okay, politics. Everyone's uh, happy that I am not doing that. They're, they're thrilled. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, so for, first of all. Um, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I am going to search the right thing. First of all, an update on our final, final results for Sam's rule versus Yvonne's coin from our Ah, election. I won, right? Um, We made 22 predictions. 
my rule, which was say the Democrats won if they were ahead by more than 1.3% and the averages, otherwise Republicans won, uh, was correct 17 out of 22 times for a 77% accuracy rate. Uh, Yvonne, on the other hand, just threw a virtual coin for each one, and he was correct eight out of 22 times or 36%. I still probably better than a Republican pundit. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, the, the end result, uh, when all was said and done, is uh, the Democrats kept the Senate. The Republicans took the House, which was what one we said of last May in the first place. <laughs> Is that what we said like six months ago? Yeah, it, it might have been. I mean, it was when you looked at the range of possibilities that for a significant part of the year, that looked like the most likely outcome. Correct. There was there was a point where it looked like maybe the Democrats had a shot at keeping the House, but at at their peak, at the best, it was like maybe they've got a one in three shot, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, the most likely outcome almost all year was exactly what happened, you know? But also, it was also likely most of the year, like if you if you looked at the distributions that all the sites were having, you know, a lot of people complain about them, but like, the big bulk in the middle of the distributions they showed was it's going to be fucking close. <laughs> you right. Know? It was, it was a tail end scenario that either side would have a massive blowout. Um, even, and even when the people were talking about red wave, blah, 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 uh, that was still, yeah, it was possible, but the more likely scenario was it was going to be freaking close. And I so think that they was driven people. Definitely were on that. Now the pundits were different story. I mean, I mean, there were like the last two weeks. It was like everybody was like, "Oh my god, the Republicans are gonna have like two hundred and fifty seats in the House, and they're gonna take over the Senate." And from what I gather, especially the right wing ecosystem was going all in on the red wave. But yeah, yeah. like you said, like if you if you know. People have given all kinds of criticism to 538 and The Economist and all, all of the all of the data-driven people have gotten all kinds of shit. But if you looked at what they were saying in the last week, they were pretty much on. I mean, yep. they, they they were saying it's really too close to call. We're not sure what could happen. They said it repeatedly. Uh, I mean, I said it repeatedly. It was just, you know, I, I, I that's why I said the whole coin flip thing, because I was just like, fuck, I don't know. I mean, because it was like, like one of the last posts, uh, you know, that Nate had, it was like, I think 48% for the Democrats, 52% for the uh, Republicans, the for Senate. The Oh, for the, for the Senate, Senate, for the Senate. Senate. Yeah. and then you know it was, and, and it uh, was like eight. a twelve percent chance or fifteen. It was below twenty for uh, right. for the House. Right. Um, I think it was eighteen or something. I forget. Right. But it doesn't matter. It was it was it was low, but not zero. And, and uh, if anything, I, but even even with that, with that low percentage, if you looked at the distributions of how many points they were talking and what the predicted number of it seats was a were. small the the number of swing uh swing seats was small. Yeah. Now, having said that, I think the 
it it ended up being closer than than their yeah. sort of median prediction yes. by quite a yes. bit. But yes. for the House, for the House, the Senate the House. was pretty much spot on. Pretty much uh, spot on. Yeah. yeah. Um. But anyway, that that that's where we are. Um. And so we've got one more race, obviously, in the runoff for the Senate. It will. And you, there were some people talking about, well, that one, it, it doesn't matter. The Democrats have it now. That one seat does make a significant difference. It, it makes it, a huge difference. If the Democrats have 51 instead of 50, it makes all kinds of things easier. Like b- because they're 50-50, anything they do that ends, it, even to get things out of committee, like because it's a 50-50 tie, they have to take an extra step and then do this. And then the vice president has to be there to do the vote. I mean, one of the the side effects of this that I heard people mention that hadn't really thought about before is, you know, people have been criticizing what Kamala Harris has been doing. One of the constraints she's been under is she's had to stick around the Senate a hell of a lot more than vice presidents usually do. Exactly. Because she always has to be the tiebreaker. That's right. Yeah, uh, on on routine shit, yep, like yep, yep. um, and, and I mean that's not obviously everything, but you know she's gotten away for a few things, but that that's one of the factors, right? Um, but that that additional vote makes a big difference in a lot of things. It also means that you only have to suck up to one of Mansion and Cinema, not both of them, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So so the seat does make a difference. Um, on the House side. Um, you know, it's looking like, um, they're going to have what it's 222 is what it's looking like. It's going to come in. There are a few seats that aren't settled yet entirely, but it looks like they're going to have 222 where the minimum is 218. So what that's four, five, four, four, four above what they needed, but it's looking like it's, it's essentially going to be an exact mirror image of, what Pelosi had in the last Congress or plus or minus one vote, maybe. Um, so it, it, it very similar to her to me, situation. Listen, the but, whole irritating but, thing yes, to me, yeah. the whole irritating thing to me. Uh, you're going to talk Florida and New York now. Go ahead. Well, that's the truth. I mean, the Democrats once again, once again, snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah. I mean, by doing this stupidity where, eh, Florida, you know, doesn't matter, eh, you know, we've got New York, it's a slam dunk, whatever, let's not do anything there, let's focus on the other ones. And I'm like, motherfuckers, I mean, you could have gained by just showing the fuck up in those two states, you would have had the house. Yep. Plain and simple. Plain and fucking simple. That 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 was the difference. And it just irritates me to no end. I mean, I've been saying it for months, and then it came to bite us in the ass at the end. And I'm just ah. Yeah. And and opposite problems, right? In Florida, they're like Oh, it's a red state now. We don't have a shot, so why bother? In New York, it was like, well, it's a blue state. We right. don't have to worry about it, so why bother? Yeah, but you could have won an extra seat or two. There was a couple of races here. In in um, I mean, listen, there were some even this impacted not being here impacted local government things. It impacted school boards. 
it 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 had a really reverberating impact what the fucking Democrats did. Right. It it was it it was just I mean it was derelict. It was dereliction of duty. I, I mean at that point that I'm that pissed off. It's just so stupid. And, and even in other cases, like this Bobert race, right? Yeah. People didn't really expect that to be close. Yeah. Right? And if put a little bit more effort in there, it, it's yep. yeah, it's tiny. You could have gotten that. Now, uh, now, but to be clear, I mean, that was in Colorado. I mean, the yeah, yeah. Democrats did really, really well in Colorado. Okay. Yes. All right. So I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, that, that was a state where they, they, they really, really did really well. Like, and there were states where the Democrats really had their shit together, like Michigan. I mean, look, Pennsylvania, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, the, the, I mean, the numbers in Pennsylvania, I mean, yeah, were, were, and it, were it just be. And it just was called uh, within the last couple of days that they're taking the the state house in Pennsylvania for the first time in a decade or something. Yeah, yes, the de- the Democrats did well in a bunch of places. It's just as usual, like the places that were neglected are like really, you know. If you just now, people will say, of course, that y- you know all this with hu- with hindsight, and no. No, we've had every motherfucking election come down recently to the every little itty bitty vote everywhere. No, 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 no. Don't give me that fucking excuse again. It's bullshit. We've known this right now. It's been 20 fucking years of this shit. And and now, now I will say that, like I said, there were a number of states where a really good job was done. Arizona, another good example. Okay, I mean where you know that was done, but I mean, fuck, man, we we can't. You can't. It, it has to be everywhere. You can't just. You, you know when when we went from a couple of years ago spending sixty million in Florida for for certain campaigns. And we went down to we spent like from the national national money like like I think it was like two million. You mm-hmm. can't do that. You can't do that. You can't just hand hand something like that over like that without a fight. <sighs> anyway. But you know so on well, the house, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Eh? Yeah, no, but 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 you know, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. But on the house, we also have the situation that with this narrow majority, like I said, it's it's like reverse of what Pelosi had, right? But McCarthy ain't no Pelosi. No, and we got a lot of people that hate his guts. He's got a lot, lot more. I, I mean, look, there, there are people that don't like Nancy either, and she had a hard time. No, I mean, in aggressives, it, but. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but at the same time, like what McCarthy's got here, um, they he's already got enough Republicans who have said they will not vote for him that could potentially keep him from getting to the 218 that he needs, um, e- even if the Republicans <laughs> end up with 222 votes. Now, he's got time. You know, the vote isn't in, until early January when the new Congress gets sworn in. But so he's he's going to do some wheeling and dealing and he's going to try well, to look, like, I, I think he's going to listen. He uh, uh, 
the last couple of uh Republican House speakers yep. have have had really difficult situations. Right. I mean, look at Boehner, where he how he wound up having to just I mean, he, he he's you know, he he had to quit. He was done. He said it's impossible to like lead these people. And Paul Ryan too. The same what thing. Of, he's out of fucking Congress. Some of the speculation I've seen is that he will probably there's always a little bit of drama around this, but he will probably be able to wrangle his caucus to vote for him to have him in as speaker. But it will be, like you said, nearly impossible to wrangle it to actually do much of anything at all. Like, and obviously legislation is not, they're not gonna, legislation is not on the table with a divided Congress and a Democratic president. You know, there's, they'll do some things that are completely non-controversial that are bipartisan. But other than that, like legislation's not on the table, but they're going to want to do all these investigations and they're going to want to, you know, there are people yelling about impeachment of, and there's all this kind of stuff. He's going to have a hard time keeping his 218 together and, and having the multiple parts of the Republican caucus agree with things. So the speculation I've seen is, he will somehow make deals and promise people things to get him the 218 votes he needs in order to become speaker, but that his speakership is likely not to last through the full two years. Well, but it's just like everything. It's going to be, he's going to have a struggle. It's going to be a struggle. He has less margin to operate than... His predecessors, uh, and I mean Republican predecessors, did with uh, with a caucus that is far more fractious. Yes. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, good luck with that shit. Is all I can say. To you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and I mean, some of it. I mean, there, there's still like five races uncalled or whatever. Part of this will depend on, you know, does does he have a two-vote margin or a six-vote margin? There's a big difference between those two, right? You know, so we'll see how some of these come out in the end. I bl- you know, like I said, I, I think it's leaning towards he's going to have 222, but th- that could still change. It's not, it hasn't final, final, finalized yet. Um, and he, it's going to be a messy time. Um, right. We're we're talking about they've already started talking about uh, you know they they've they sent a letter to the DOJ and various other uh, administration offices saying preserve your documents because as soon as we're sworn in we're going to be calling you in front of our committees to justify X Y or Z they're they're talking about Hunter Biden they're talking about uh, investigating the 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 January 6th committee and what they did and was that wrong they're talking about investigating pelosi they're talking about basically anything you can freaking imagine now here's the thing you know i i've already seen people both sizing this and saying well you know but they did have the the January 6th committee going after trump and they had you know this and that and blah 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 and the difference is and this is an important difference are you investigating something real or are you, right. are you investigating bullshit that you know is bullshit 
for the sake of making it seem like everything is bullshit. And that's kind of what's happening here. Now, having said yes. that, I, 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 let's back up and be careful. Like, as we have, as you and I, Yvonne, have said over and over and over again, Hunter Biden probably did do some shit. <laughs> you know? And the leaked shit from the laptop appears to be at least a significant portion of it real legitimate shit you know like they were real emails he sent there were real texts he sent some of that uh, it, it's real okay like the provenance of how the laptop got to where it was is full of like all kinds of bullshit but the actual contents of it seemed to be legitimately hunter biden related and hunter biden probably did some bullshit and he absolutely deserves whatever the doj is going to end up doing to yeah, him but my, my point is that this isn't something that I believe, okay, it should be a subject of a congressional investigation yeah, it, because it, it, there hasn't been a single shred of anything that has tied his father to anything that he has done. And I don't know. I mean, did we investigate? Did we investigate any of like the, you know, non governmental relatives? of any of the previous presidents because I don't think so. So I think that this is just the biggest bunch of fucking bullshit. Okay. Um, you know, that, that, that's the thing about it. Um, does he is, you know, I know that he was under a tax investigation and under some other investigation. And and those, and those investigations are ongoing and And everything we've, and from everything we've heard so far, Biden himself has stayed completely the fuck out of it like he should. And mm-hmm. DOJ is going about their business investigating him. And if, you know, if at some point we find out that Biden was involved in some of this or that Biden is engaged in a cover up or telling DOJ what to do, then by, by God, right. then, 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 yes. then Biden should probably fucking resign. Okay. Right. If anything like that comes out, then I'll I'll throw him under the bus, but so far we have not heard any of that. We have heard that Hunter Biden is a piece of work. He's had all kinds of issues. He's had drug issues. He's had, he's been messing around with financial stuff. He's had domestic violence issues. He's had all kinds of issues, you know, he, and if he did illegal stuff, he should fucking go to jail for it. And, you know, and I, I, you know, if, if, if Biden pardoned him, on the last day of his administration or whatever, like president sometimes. Oh, I'd be pissed. I I would be annoyed at that too, you know, but I could at least sort of understand that that's within his realm of power, but I think it would be misuse of his power. But if, as long as he's not interfering, then I, this is all a non-issue. Like if he, if he broke laws, send him to jail, but, and all of the other things that they're talking about looking into are things that I think, Many of them know are bullshit, and that's a big part of it too. Like they, they absolutely know that there's nothing to the bullshit. Just like, just like a fucking Benghazi, they all yes. knew that there was nothing there, and some of them have been recorded on tape or whatever saying 
probably not actually tape, uh, saying that the reason they were investigating Benghazi was for the political effect on Hillary Clinton, not because of anything that was really happening. And I think the same thing is true of all this kind of stuff they're talking about now. They they just want to throw up the usual fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And and part of it, again, is to get this both-siderisms, right? It's to if if people they don't mind if people look at what the republicans are doing and saying oh that's a bunch of partisan bullshit because it leads people to believe that well then that's true of what the democrats do too it's all just partisan bullshit so we can ignore all of it right well so uh where were we again so since we were talking about what the hell they were going to do if they took congress um and, look and- I, I i here's the one thing about that entire agenda I think that uh, investigating, say, the January 6th committee, this kind of, all this shit, as far as I could tell, none of this has been a winning formula. Yeah. None of it. So if that's what they want to do, then half at it. I mean, I'm I'm just like... I mean, one, one thing I remember saying on this show like six months ago or something is that as much as I wanted the Democrats to keep the House, keep the Senate, keep the presidency, all of that kind of stuff. If you're looking towards 2024 and what's best for the Democrats in 2024, this scenario is actually probably ideal Yes, because the Republicans can go shit all over themselves yep. doing like crazy crap yeah. for two years. And this is not going to endear them with a bunch of people who Frankly, the the biggest theme in why Democrats didn't do as badly as they usually do in off-year elections is people just wanting to stop the bullshit right. and get back to like normal, like have the government work and do stuff and et cetera. Look, you they know, rejected practically every candidate in anywhere where a race was competitive, okay? That basically was like an election denier. Right. Every single one. Everyone that was like a kook, a a quack of these, in any competitive situation, basically lost. Right. Which shows that they're like, we're sick and tired of this crap. We don't want this shit. You want to keep playing this game? Fine. But you're going to lose doing it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, so, yeah, I guess let them do it see how it plays. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, the Democrats have to be good at countering it though. Like they have to be ready to fight. I, I'll and, tell like, you that I've already seen a lot of messages, especially around Biden, around a whole bunch of the stuff that's been pretty damn good. And so, uh, I, I love, there was one that has basically did the same, the thing that we have done forever, making fun of infrastructure week, for example. <laughs> yeah. Where basically it's showing like how Biden actually signed an infrastructure be- a week and just basically just showing how many weeks anybody, Trump and his administration, they fucking talked about infrastructure week and they didn't do shit. And a whole bunch of other things like that, for example, where we talked about something and never actually did anything. Let me put it to another one that he that, that he's done that um I, I was very impressed the last couple of weeks. It's been related to China. Hmm. You know, you talk about the 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 trade bill that that uh, well, not the trade bill, the the Chips Act, for example, and how 
<laughs> there has been a lot of work that actually is moving jobs to out of China to the U.S., where Trump actually didn't do any of that at all, okay? Around chip fabrication, some other stuff and whatnot. And the one thing that happened at a recent meeting, the, the which one would there, the G20 meeting like right now that they were right. in, was that apparently the, the meeting between Xi and Biden was actually very positive, okay? Um, which I, you know what? I don't want, I don't want war with China. I I would love to be able to get along with China and Russia. I, I don't want this shit. And it seemed like the tone of the meeting between them was actually quite positive. And so, uh, you know, I think he's shown that he made progress with that. He's actually made progress on uh, bringing back manufacturing that had gone there that wasn't here before with a Many companies like starting, you know, manufacturing uh, uh, of things that it, that it left the country. And so, um, so he can show these things that what's his name and the Republicans talked about, but as usual, a lot of talk and not much action except tax cuts. Well, and I, I'm also talking about like if if they do a whole bunch of bullshit investigations, you just have to have the the counter message to be effective as well. Yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, it, it, a lot of that is you know having the right people involved in those committees and stuff like that. And it looks like the that might be shaping up. But we don't know all of it yet, which brings we got two more things to talk about, and uh, then we can wrap it up. But one of those is, of course, as part of you know, the Democrats lost and they're figuring out what to do next. Nancy Pelosi is not going to run for leadership again. Uh, she is going to stay in Congress as a backbencher, as they say. And uh, I've heard lots of people say she's going to be a backbencher with a lot of influence. She's not like, mm. you know, she, she's not going to be quiet necessarily, or she will be quiet. She'll do things behind the scenes, but she's going to have a lot of influence still. But not just her, a couple other of the old guard leadership are also stepping back and a whole new generation is coming in for the Democratic leadership. And it's about fucking time. I mean, N N Nancy Pelosi has done a really great job, but the fact that the entire leadership was over 80 is like ridiculous. <laughs> and that's not going to be the case. Well, to be fair, I mean, Nancy came in, you know, she was in her... 60s i think it was you know when she first uh ascended so I, I i'm like you know yeah it's time I, I i do agree um you know and it's a and it's a good thing i i think it's a positive change i i definitely think it's a it's a positive change but i also think by the way but part of the i i know that listen I, I saw nancy talking about a little bit about what happened to her husband look yeah don't don't think for one minute that that didn't also weigh on her about this i'm sure because because it 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 did and um yeah i mean she might have made this decision anyway to be but, frank but 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 but, but th th that didn't help right you know yeah so no but you know but i think it's a very positive change i i i i i i i wholeheartedly endorse that this change is happening. So this is good stuff.
Yeah. And, and, and you know, look, it, it, it is, should we be going down to the next generation on the presidential level too at some point? Yeah. Like I, I you know, yeah. you and I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, but you know, you, what? I, I'm focused. I, I know. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm just saying like you and I back in, you know, 2019, 2020, when we were talking about the last election, we're both very much let no more old white guys, please. Yeah. <laughs> However, you know, we'll stick with the one we have until he's done, you yeah. know, but uh, yeah, I am glad at least in the Congress, at least on the house side, still got to talk about the Senate, but at least on the house side, being able to say, okay, we're not even talking about broom. We're not even talking about boomers here. This was silent generation. Yes. In yes. Yes. You know, it's it's time to move on. So we yep. you know get some Gen X in there, even some even some boomers still, but like get some Gen X, get some even younger people. There's a millennial on the. Uh, let's start mixing well, it up. Let's let's yeah. get those young folks in. I mean, one of the things we didn't talk about last week about the election is a whole bunch of young people actually came out. Now, were they still voting at lower rates than all the other generations? Yes. However, it made got, a big difference. It, it still made a difference. It, the Gen Z, only half of Gen Z was able to vote this time around uh, because some of them are still under 18. But the uh, they voted like at insane rates for the Democrats. Like, yeah. And th- this is one of the things that, one of the reasons why the Republicans are like digging in in all the ways that they're, they can and are making voting harder and doing this and that are these demographic trends. Now, you know, I don't want to fall into demography as destiny or whatever. However, right now with how they are today, very, the, the percentage of Gen Z who feels any sort of attraction to the Republicans as they are today is very small. And uh, so the one, what, the one really, the one group that that's uh, stood out to me uh, that the, that some, you know, there was a uh, Fox news talking head uh, talking shit about talking shit about them was single women, yeah, young yeah. single women. And they overwhelmingly voted for, uh, for Democrats, and that that because younger married women, for whatever reason, voted for well, because probably if they're younger and they're married, they're probably conservative. Okay, <laughs> so so that's why they're, they're doing that. And how the fucking Fox host had the had the fucking balls to say, "Well, you ladies better get married." I was yeah, like, "Cause that want to fix them." I wanted to fucking punch that asshole in the face. Yeah. And, and and look, just to be clear on the way this kind of stuff works, just be this this demographic trend doesn't necessarily mean Republicans go extinct in 20 years when the when the no. younger people vote. No, but what it does probably mean is that at some point the Republicans are going to lose enough that they realize in order to not be losing, they have to change. <laughs> and well, I think they already realize that they're in trouble based yes, on, they, on it, what they it all happen. Like already. To, yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, 
it's all questionable what happened. They, they realized they were in trouble after Romney when they did that whole autopsy thing and right. said, you know, we need to change these things to be able to better appeal to minorities and young people and whatever. And then they didn't do any of that shit and went to. Well, they did because they went to full on racism instead. Yeah. And so, but at a certain point, and like, that is one of the things we've seen in the last couple of weeks is so far, this whole, we're done with Trump. Let's move on thing has lasted a little bit longer than the other times. Well, let me put it this way. Look, um, Somebody mentioned that, yeah, Fox covered part of the Mar-a-Lago thing with whatever, but they broke away, like, early. They didn't yeah. stay with him. Like, nobody, nobody no. stayed covering that. I mean, no, the, only C-SPAN. Only C-SPAN played the whole thing. Right. I mean, nobody, like, stayed there, the, the, the you know, listening to his bullshit for a well, long time. And, and it does, like, you know. Murdoch seems to have turned the other way. There are a lot of people in Congress that seem ready to move on. There, there, a bunch of the pundits and reporters on the conservative side seem to be finally ready. But again, this is not the first time. We'll see if it lasts, um, and we'll see. But he is in a much, much weaker position than he's been since he came down that escalator. Look, the biggest problem that he's got, like right now, is that. Everybody who look, most of the people that were his key endorsements in swing lost states all lost all of them. So why would anybody want to go kiss his fucking ring after basically what he brought in was just he he basically drafted a whole bunch of losers. And meanwhile, the people who kept their distance from him actually did pretty well. Yeah. And and oh, and, and even even worse, the people who actively resisted his shit did amazingly well. I mean, I mean, the Georgia governor won. I mean, the last election with, against Stacey Abrams, it was like by less than a point. He won fifty-seven to forty-three. Yep. And, and fucking Herschel Walker, w- 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 you know, got less votes than Warnock. And so I mean, that was an eight point difference right <laughs> not small so that just shows you that you know hey now, now you want to be on the trump train well walker had some additional issues besides just being lifted up by trump but yeah yeah well yeah but 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 look what, I, what i'm saying is that was the trump guy yeah. and he a way underperformed well and, and part of the, this the is, republican is, you know, with okay. McConnell talking about the low quality candidates and stuff, guess what? All the low quality candidates were the crap that Donald Trump was picking and lifting up, basically. Yeah. Yep. You know, he because he's attracted to the people who would just like say, yes, sir, Mr. Trump, sir, you're right, sir. The election was stolen, blah, 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 blah. And also, by the way, this is another one of those things where I was saying like the congressional investigations, they don't even believe what they're talking about. I, the fact that so many of these election deniers, when they lost their elections, were just like, I, yeah, I lost, I concede, shows <laughs> also that they didn't believe their own shit either. Of course they didn't. You know, th- these weren't like true believers that believed that, oh my God, the election really was stolen. No, they're people who felt that saying that would be helpful for them in order to win. 
right. they were proven wrong. But in either case, like, like if they'd actually believed that bullshit, then they would all be going on and, you know, taking all these to court and not, not actually conceding and not admitting they lost and, and go all the way to the, and take all these things to the Supreme court, et cetera. No, they're not doing any of that with the exception of Lake seems to be playing that game still and going to Mar-a-Lago and talking about her, how her election was stolen and everything. Well, but, I'm sure she's probably supplying like some entertainment to Donald. Oh God. There you go again. Anyway. Okay. So what, 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 what? like, like that, like, Oh, that, like that is so course, beneath Donald. Oh, it's not beneath Donald, but you just, you seem to assume it for any female that comes anywhere near him. Listen, the only fucking females that are attracted to this asshole are like this, <laughs> that are like worshiping his shit because that's what he demands from them. Yeah. Hell, we've all said, you know, the guy wants to fuck his daughter. Okay, so since we've shifted oh, on... By the way, do, yes. we, we didn't mention about speaking of Ivanka, okay? Well, I was about to move into he announced his run for president and... and she was uh, like, I council. want nothing to do with this shit. Yes, so Donald Trump came out and as everyone expected, he announced his run for president. Um, uh, he's been telegraphing that he was going to do it. He wanted to do it even before the, the, the election. Kept, the worst kept secret in history. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, he's running and he gave a lackluster, a lackluster speech. A uh, energy. Yeah. It was, it, you know, we've said for years, like it, when he reads from the teleprompter, he's awful. You know, he's boring. It's hard to, yeah, whatever it, it, but the problem is when he doesn't do the teleprompter, he just comes off as completely crazy. <laughs> so it, it's either you've got the really exciting Trump, but who is obviously like got some issues, uh, or you've got the calm collected Trump who's boring and, you know, no, not interesting. And he's got those two extremes and not much in between, but anyway, he is running He's made it official. He's submitted that to the FEC. And uh, and so here we go, I guess. And, uh, you know, the the level of excitement seems to still be low about this. But depending, I've seen some polls putting, you know, in, in Florida, like DeSantis is much more popular than Trump right now. Uh, but in some other, as much is more popular than Trump in Florida, the 100 amongst Republicans. And, and then, um, but some other parts of the country, Trump is still like holding his own. So the question is, will his presence here actually freeze the field and keep other people from jumping in? Or are we going to have a free for all and, you know, Trump against several other people? Um, I have seen well, I saw. Least, did you see the thing about the threat that I that I heard? That the third I think party threat. Yeah, that he basically said that if you know he's he I I'm pretty sure this is accurate that he's expecting that the Republicans he said they can't hold a primary or otherwise I'm going to go through any primary or I'm going to go third party. He 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 needs to be. Um, Nominated by acclamation, with yeah, no basically. competition. Yeah, basically the same way that it worked in 2000 that you usually have with an incumbent president. But I think one of the thing I've heard people on the Republican side say as well is that 
The Republicans have learned their lesson to some degree from 2016 that if they are going to go against Trump, like don't have like a field of 15 against him. No, you, because you, he never was winning those primaries outright, no. outright majorities. He was consistently getting 30%. But the problem is the rest of the field was so fragmented that 30% was enough. So like if you have a one-on-one like Trump versus DeSantis or something, DeSantis might win. Yeah. But if you true. have Trump versus 16 other fucking Republicans, Trump's going to walk all over them. Right. <laughs> you know, so we, we shall see. Of course. Of course, this also depends on what happens to Donald Trump and all the investigations against him. And we got the appointment of a special counsel. So my question about this is um, what's the difference between this special counsel versus the one that got appointed uh you know the one that was left by uh, the the dog Durham. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, they what, have different what, missions of what they're investigating. What do you? Mean? No, no, no. But what I'm saying is that you know different missions. No, what I'm talking about is in terms of their independence and that you know I that notwithstanding an election that they would continue. I think that that criteria would be the same, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the, the whole thing is dismissing a special counsel has to be for cause and you have to report for you have to report it to Congress and say why you're doing it and all this kind of stuff. Uh so yeah, theoretically he could even even if Biden loses in 2024, this special counsel could continue past that. Now, if we had a Trump presidency, he wouldn't give a shit about all the niceties on a second Oz. time around. Lots he probably time. feels like it was a mistake not to have fired Mueller when he, when he could have, you know, he probably would do it this time, you know? Um, but I think some of the questions here are, first of all, there, there's a lot of people complaining that, that they w- took this step and saying, yeah, they could have done it without this. Um, this is another case of Garland wanting to do everything about, by the book in the way that causes the minimum amount of doubt. Like, of course people are going to think it's politicized no matter what, but he's, he's crossing all the T's dotting all the I's saying, look, there's a potential conflict here. Set up the special con, the special council. Let's go. Um, now the way it works, Garland still has the charging decision in the end. He's not like giving up that decision, but it takes all of the other political appointees out of the equation, puts this guy who's a career prosecutor in place. I've seen some commentary since, uh, he, what was his name? Jack Smith. Um, since he was appointed, uh, I've seen some commentary saying, look, this guy, he's got all the right experience for this job. He's specialized in political corruption. Um, he is known as like, someone who's very aggressive and goes after people. If there's evidence, they will be prosecuted, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I, you know, and look there, my first reaction was, of course, this is going to add to the timeline. Like you do this. What's his name again? uh, Isn't it Jack Smith? Right. Yeah. But like, if you add to, 
how do you do this without adding to the timeline, right? Like it is a new person coming in. It's going to add at least months, maybe longer because they're going to want to review everything, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I've heard a, there are a lot of people worried about that. I wasn't the only one, but I've heard a lot of other people saying, actually, he's going to be able to jump in really quickly. And he's known for being aggressive in a way that even Garland, that, you know, everybody's been Garland's too passive. He's being too slow. This guy does not have that reputation. And even if it takes him a few weeks to get up to speed, this might actually speed things up. I don't know. I don't know. But, but I think it is another one of these places where, I recognize why people are frustrated with Garland and adding an extra step is just another reason to be frustrated. But at the same time, as I've said repeatedly, if you're going to do this, you want it. And by this, I mean, actually prosecuting the former president of the United States, then you need to make sure you're doing it perfectly because you need it to go through. I think uh, that everything about this in terms of the process and the timing was about as good as you could do it. I I, I really do. Uh, I think that you had the J6 committee wrapping up their, their work. Mm-hmm. You've had, and, and by the way, um, they're still not done. They're going to submit their final report in December or something, and they've right, said that they won't. And, and they and they've said they won't hand all of their information over to DOJ until they're done. Right, and so you've got that coming in. Uh, you've got the situation right now with the campaign. <laughs> I think, yeah, the, I I think that this was the right way of handling this. Yeah, <laughs> like hiccup, <laughs> and um. Yeah. I I mean, and and look, I've been saying for a long time, like if we're going to get indictments, I didn't expect them to be now anyway. I expected them to be like February or March or something. You know, they weren't going to do it before the election. Right now, they've they're in the middle of a whole bunch of things. They're in they've got the court stuff going on with the documents from Mar-a-Lago. They're waiting for the January sixth stuff from the committee. Uh, they they're in process with they 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 just made a deal with that one guy on the Trump side of things. These things take time. These things and, take, yeah. and and also, by the way, people pointed out that even if we get like indictments dropped in Q1 of next year. That doesn't mean like the trials over the week after that. It's not. <laughs> no, no, it's going to be. Wow. It's not many, wow. many, many months past there, which means by the way, that if all of this stuff really comes to a head, it, 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 it is not out of the realm of possibility at all that we're talking about a criminal case for Donald Trump in the courts at the same time as fucking primaries are going on in 2024. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Okay. I think we're done, Yvonne. Okay. Well, one thing we didn't mention. Oh, oh, th- that, what did we miss? What did we miss? Artemis one. It's on its way to the moon. Ah, Yes. Did, did did you did you stay up? Did you watch it? I got to tell you, I wanted to stay up, and that night I fell asleep by ten o'clock. 
because it was like I, at one now in the morning I did time, I right? did watch some other people. Yeah, it was one o'clock. I did see some videos. Some people post uh, videos. I mean, you can see it all the way as far down as Miami itself downtown. Mm-hmm. So uh, that the site was impressive. I mean, at that hour, there were people sitting in balconies and just recorded. It. They you could see the damn rocket, uh, you know, going up. It was just an incredible sight. Um, Current uh, at at the time that we're recording this, it's uh, only a hundred thousand miles from the moon. It's two hundred eight eight thousand miles away from Earth. Um, nice, you know. So it's so yeah, um, it's going along pretty well at this point. Yeah, everything from what I've seen nominal so far, everything's going exactly the way they're supposed to. Uh, they they did have like some issue before launch where they actually had to send people in to like tighten some bolt or some shit like a couple hours before launch. But, you know, it all went off. It did what it's supposed to. And yeah, so good. And yeah. uh, if if all goes well with this, then uh, uh, humans in, in two years, right? Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Artemis 2 is supposed to be with humans on board. Yeah. In 2024, I believe, right? Yes, 2024. Okay. With that, we'll let's wrap up uh, as usual. And I promised this earlier in the episode. If you want to get in touch with us, go to curmudgeons-corner.com. You'll find email, Twitter, Facebook, all of those ways to get in touch with us. Uh, So please do. We would love to hear your comments. Tell us we suck. Tell us what you like. Tell us topics you would like to hear us discuss. All of this. Whatever feedback you like, we'd love to hear it. And um, if you really like the show, go to our Patreon, uh, where you can give us a little money. And uh, at various levels, we'll mention you on the show, send you a postcard, send you a mug, all this kind of fun stuff. And at $2 a month or more, or if you just contact us and ask nicely, we will invite you to our Curmudgeon's Corner Slack where Yvonne and I and some of our listeners are talking and sharing notes throughout the week. And it's a lot of fun and we would like to have more of you there. Uh, it would, it, it, the more the merrier, right? And it doesn't have to be $2 a month, as I've mentioned before. If it's $2,000 a month, $20,000 a month, $200,000 a month, we will we'll, we'll gladly accept at, at any level. Yeah. Donation. Even it, or the opposite. Maybe you want to send two cents a month. That would be, uh, I mean, would be the first time I got paid like two cents a month yep, for something. Yep. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, from me specifically. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, so Yvonne, uh, like a couple of the things I thought you might save for this part of the show, we already talked about actually, but give me one thing that we've talked about on Recommendations Corner Slack that we have not talked about on the show today that would encourage people to like want to join us oh my god to want to join us like i figured um, we'd talk about that whole watching people sleep thing at this point but we already talked about already it. talked about it uh uh let's see uh oh 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 okay yeah so okay. um uh, you know we all of us that work remotely a good chunk of time uh, that work in an office, do quite a lot of Zoom meetings, virtual meetings, et cetera, and so forth. Um, And some people get bored, you know, during these meetings. I know occasionally I do. Okay. Um, Yeah. yeah. So um, Microsoft apparently 
once is adding to its uh, Teams uh, application that it uses for communication <laughs> or whatnot, games. So Excellent. if you're bored during a meeting, you can go and just you don't have to play whip Minesweeper. out your phone or whatever. Whatever you could play. Man, I haven't played Minesweeper in such a long time. I don't know if I can play it again. I, I I'm. I'm I, I I don't remember how I'm, I I gotta I gotta try it, but they've got uh some word games, solitaire, you know, yeah. So there you go. I'm sure that uh some so no, angry... just, to, just to be clear, like I and I I saw you post this, but I did not click through and read the article. My immediate thought was this would be like team games to play together for morale remotely but no it's just like solitary games to yeah to to just goof off during meetings yeah (laughs) okay yeah yeah because i I, you know i had a few of those in the last year where there was like the whole team would like log on to some trivia game or something and play together nonsense like that that you're not talking that you're literally like Somebody's playing solitaire or minesweeper or something while the yeah yeah you know honestly people people make fun but like for a lot of people doing something semi mindless like that actually helps them pay attention well true because you, you know yeah if it especially if it's a mindless activity not not doing something like reading a report or sending an email I mean look I I, I I go into a lot of meetings lately where I, I'm just so swamped with work that I'm just like, okay, great. I'm, I'm on this conference call, but I, I need to send this message to this person and so forth and so on. And honestly, that that's far more distracting. Yeah. Like, like there, there's a very big, if I was just like, like doing angry birds. Yeah. Like if you are, if you are actively trying to do something else that fully engages your brain, then obviously you're going to be paying less attention to the thing you're supposed to be doing. But if you are, you know, it's just sort of like, like people doodling in class or, you know, or or, or like you said, angry birds, it's a game that doesn't, that's doesn't require your full attention. Uh, Those kinds of things can, actually for lots of people it it really depends on people but especially with people like with tendencies towards adhd and stuff like that um being able to do something like that or even something physical like you know you you know squeezing the little squishy thing or whatever uh they actually help you pay attention to the thing you're supposed to be paying attention to and if you can't do that then you end up distracted by the fact that you want to do that so anyway yeah are we done uh are we done yes we are okay everybody hey have a great week stay safe all of that kind of stuff and uh i guess i guess we'll see you next week um yeah and um yeah the, 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 there's a there's a this thanksgiving thing coming up too actually uh yes there that. is yeah anyway hey everybody have a great week we'll talk to you next time goodbye bye-bye <laughs>